Another week. Another one. Like in that, uh, yeah, people, if you want to know how much we love you, Another Drew is going one. on vacation. So he got me up on the Monday morning after three fish shows. I haven't even had coffee yet, <laughs> but we're doing it for you, folks. And we knew you needed to podcast. Here. We're here for you, folks. So we wanted to get it done, so we're going to jump right into it. No time to waste, Nick. I'm going to start you off with this question. Uh, still a famous brand today. Who invented the American safety razor? I'm going to have to go with uh, King Gillette. King Gillette, yes. Is it right? Yes, oh, that man. is correct. Right. How did you know his first name? That's even more impressive. Uh, you got a name like King as your first name. Isn't that great? And yeah. he's, he was not a king. He was no. just an American businessman. He was named people. King. Yeah, King Gillette. I wonder if uh, his parents named him King or if he took that Upon moniker. Himself. It's an interesting one. It's like uh, glossing yourself, I believe Rome used to say. You cannot gloss yourself. Right, right. You cannot call yourself king. But yes, King Gillette, an American business icon. I mean, I guess Gillette Bick would have been the other, but I just wanted to Tommy say. Tommy Bick. I wanted to bitter, say bitter King man, Tommy Gillette. Bick. Yeah, King Gillette is correct. That is an amazing job. I, I, I thought you might say Gillette, but I didn't think you would. Any relation to Penn Gillette? I wonder. I have to ask. That's got to be a stage name, right? Pen Gillette. You would think because it's Bic Bic Pen and Gillette Razor, <laughs> and doesn't Bic make razors too? Yes. So there you go, pens and razors, folks. What do you have for me? I was dumbfounded when I saw this. I had to look it up because this can't be possible. But do you know that there's only two gases that make up ninety-nine percent of our atmosphere? Two gases. That's it. Make Hydrogen up- and nitrogen. And then nope. oxygen is one of them, I hope. All right, so why don't you start? You just said three of them. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> Not to think about it. Two of them two. would suffocate that's, us. That's what I'm saying. So, so 99% of our atmosphere is made up of two gases. 
there's the one gas coming coming forward. Let's see what we got. Uh, I'm going to say oxygen, I hope. All right, you've got one of them. Thank God, because otherwise we're all going to instantaneously die once we realize that's not one of them. Um, well, hydrogen, oxygen is, is uh, I'm going to say hydrogen. It's not right. Nitrogen. nitrogen. Yeah, okay. Nitrogen is the most abundant yeah, in the yeah, atmosphere, yeah. which always just seemed odd, but it was like, okay. It's everywhere. It's, it's there. And then uh, oxygen, and that's it. All the other gases combined for only 1%. So, like, all that carbon dioxide that the trees give off and all. Not that much of it. Yeah, I, I was shocked at that. I figured it was more evenly spread out. That's a, that's a very interesting one. Okay, I'm going to ask you this question, Nick. This is actually kind of like, I think you'll know this, but I just find this uh, phrasing. I want to know if you like my phrasing for this question. Sometimes I just got to get judged on how I wrote it. Uh, which set of brothers include a world-renowned chef and a sports media troll? Okay. It's not the Cuomos, right? <laughs> Right, you know what's happening right now to my phone? I just have to let you in on this. Okay. After spending three days on the beach. Right. There's sand. There is one grain of sand behind that little thing that you have to flick to turn the sound off. You know, like on your iPhone to turn the sound off, you flick that one thing. I have a single grain of sand pushing against. So I can't, I can't turn the sound off. Stuck in Nick's phone right now. a very now. skinny pin or something to get underneath it. I do. Can you ask me the question again, I guess, while I'm... Uh, okay, doing our, uh, the, the question again is, uh, which set of brothers include a world-renowned chef and a sports media troll? Well, when I think of world-renowned male chefs, world-renowned, is there more than 10 of them? So how am I not getting the sports troll brother? Like, like Rappaport's brother is not a world-renowned chef, right? No, that's a great one. Sports troll. Hmm. I'm thinking that the phrasing. I don't know. I can't. I can't. I can't get it. Also this, this single grain of sand is like nothing I've ever seen. I've managed to move it. <laughs> but it won't come, it won't come back out. <laughs> out. So you're on your own. I don't right. have to We're tell you. have to just deal with some things, I guess. Things, I'll, I'll yeah. Turn the this, volume this down. Is a, and then this is a resilient grain of sand. We'll fix that after the show. All right. Um, well, I mean, Bobby Flay is his brother a Go with troll? The, who is the biggest sports media troll you know in the world? This guy's just so. Oh, oh, the guy from Barstool. Oh no, no, no. Okay. He's on ESPN, I think. He's on ESPN. Yeah, he's just like, he he'll say something crazy just to say crazy, and he's so annoying. And it's just like that's his shtick. His shtick is to be an old curmudgeon, annoying, right, crazy nut job. Him. It's one of two guys, but it's it's Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless. Yes. His brother is a world-renowned chef. Rick Bayless. I didn't I never heard of Rick Bayless? So that's yeah. his brother is a world-renowned chef, like a is Michelin he out of New York star. Or is yeah, he... I don't know. He's he's like they almost never speak, and they have a bad relationship. Imagine that. 
Well, you know, you should call Aaron Rodgers and see how he patched it up with his brother. <laughs> there you go, Skip. There's some some uh, brother advice for you. All right. At least your brother didn't go on The Bachelor when you're the most famous. I guess not a lot of people are going to get that and one. Start talking crap about your family. Fair enough. That's a good point. <laughs> I could forgive almost anything. Yeah, that's a bad that's one. A t- that's a tough one to get. Uh, that's a rough one. All right, what do you got? Ed Hopper's 1942 painting, Nighthawks, features people in a what? Ed Hooper's 1942 painting, Nighthawks, features people in a what? I haven't done, I haven't done any uh, art, art trivia. Trivia Which you know while. is like, there's Drew's wheelhouse and then there's art trivia. This is strangely your wheelhouse though, even though it's art trivia. You are very familiar. One more time. With this. <laughs> Ed Hopper's 1942 painting, Nighthawks, features people in a what? I'll have to pull this up so I can give you the effect in case you don't get it. Jesus. I, I, like, I don't even have anything resembling a reasonable guess, Nick. Like, I, I'm picturing dogs playing pool. I'm picturing, you know, like, what are we talking about here? It's Night just, Hawks. you've seen this painting a, a thousand times. You just didn't know it was called Lighthawks. And that's, the, yeah. that's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. Yeah. Can you imagine if that was the name of the dogs playing pool painting? Lighthawks? Why is my phone so slow? Has some that's irony. Um, God almighty, let's see. Features people in what? You familiar with this painting? 1942. A diner? People in a diner. Okay. Yeah. This is like that painting that's in every diner. Of yeah, people in a diner. Uh, I, I've seen left. that, but I had no idea. That yeah, it's it called, called Night. It's called Nighthawks. That's funny. Which right? is odd because you wouldn't think that that would be the name of it. Remind that. me about that when we get to entertainment because I have a question that's going to strangely relate to that. Um, all right, this, I'm going to give you this one before I move on to sports real quick because it's an either-or, and it's a good one, Nick. Whose bite is stronger, a jaguar or a tiger? Well, jaguar is, is not as big as a tiger. Um, so the obvious answer here would be tiger. So why would you be asking it? So I'll say jaguar. Jaguar, twice as strong. Wow. A jaguar's bite is like... Don't mess with the Jaguar. I never understood how they measure those bites by like pounds per square inch yeah, or something like, like that. it's like force. It's like force. It's like Drago's punch. Correct. In Rocky IV, they're able he to He has been constructed to defeat it. He can punch 3, the 3,000 pounds, pounds per square inch, inch of pressure applied to the stomach. If he hits you, he, he will break you. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's funny. Do you know uh, what AK-47 stands for? I want to say the year. No, Does the, 47 the, the AK. Any? Okay. The a- There's no shot you'll get it. Okay. I, I'm asking the reverse of this, but you just said Drago, so I just wanted to talk Russian. But the Avtomat Kalashinikova. Oh, yeah. No, I wasn't going to get that. You weren't going to get that? Ak, ak. Ak, ak. That's where Barbarian comes from. The word Barbarian. 
because they used to, Greeks said anyone who didn't speak Greek just sounded like they were going bar, 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 which is actually the modern day version of blah, 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 because we have the same Okay, thing. so blah, so blah, blah. Anybody who spoke barbarian. Barbar, bar, 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 bar was called a, a barbarian. Yeah, because of the language. Hmm. All right. Sports. Let's do it. Sports me. How many more gold medals did the U.S. win than China at these last Olympics? One. One. You got it. Well done. Yeah. 39 to 38. I think I heard that. It's like, ooh, those margins getting slimmer. Yeah. It looked like the Chinese were going to win up until the last day, and then the women just did awesome. The American women did awesome. Yeah. Oh. It's uh, still getting slimmer. <laughs> yeah, but they still have like 1.5 billion people, right? So. Yeah, but man, you don't want to lose uh, the gold medal count to China in a year. You'll never hear it at the end of it. Um, all right. This is an over-under question for you, Nick. You ready? Over-under 65, the number of pitches for the fewest pitches in a complete Major League Baseball game. 65? Accomplished by Red Barrett. Okay, I'm going to say under. Yes. How did you guess that? Just because the number well, was so low? No, because... Well, it's funny. Baseball, if you did nine up... If you did a perfect inning for nine innings, right? That's 81, 81 pitches. pitches. But obviously, a yeah, lot of... You can of, get ground bats, ball out. Yeah, single... single. I, I guess I went with under only because there's so many baseball games that have happened that... The idea of somebody just getting a bunch of ground ball outs. Day when no one felt like in the mood to. Yeah, like, I mean, I've seen a guy with 70 pitches deep into a game. Yeah, 58 total pitches, complete oh game. Gosh, that's yeah, incredible, that's, right? That's crazy. That was a good day. What, what was the year, did you say? Was it a dead ball era? No. Red okay. Barrett. Uh, it was a long time ago, but it wasn't like dead ball era. Long time ago. He, he looked fairly, maybe 60s, 50s. How about the kid that got a no hitter on his first, on his game? first game? Tyler crazy. It's, only, it's only downhill for downhill from here, kid. Has that ever happened? Has anybody? I ever don't done? think so. I, I was waiting to see something that said first time ever, but it never did. Up. But yeah. I, you also think they would have mentioned if it had happened before who else had done it. I have to see that. Yeah. All right, go for it. I wanted to get that kid's name right, so let me just. All right. Um, okay, gotcha. This one here. In 1972, who became the youngest player inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame? Now, I gave you the year here, but, you know, it could have been. I wasn't too, too far off. Tyler Gilbert. So, 72? Yeah. Yeah, I figured the year could help. But in 1972, who became the youngest player inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame? Was it like Clemente? After he oh, died, or was that a little bit later? Such a good guess. Or Thurman Munson after he died? No, that was later, too. Somebody after he died, right? No, but... No? No, okay. but it was a good thought process. Okay. So, youngest in 72, so they... And, and Clemente is probably right in that range, too, so... Like Koufax? Koufax. Because he had such a short career. Yeah, well, he had arthritis. Yeah, so he, so had, he to had to retire, retire early, yeah. but I could see he was so good during a seven-year stretch that he was, like, the oh, best. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was great, greatest. As dominant as anybody ever was. Yep. All right, so that's Go a good fast. one. Well done. Nick, you'll like this one. The national sport of Afghanistan is Buzkashi. It's a game played like polo on horseback that uses what instead of a ball? A, 
a rock, B, a live fish, C, a dead goat, or D, a melon? I mean, if the answer get your, get if the answer is not a dead goat, then I think that is an opportunity <laughs> miss. Is that your guess? It's got to be a dead goat. See, a dead goat. Is that right? That is right. You wouldn't have made that up. And it also expired a live fish. <laughs> I got a live fish. With a live fish. I got a, a choice of a live fish in there because the answer is, in fact, a dead goat. Folks, get yourself to a Buzkashi game or YouTube it because it is something else, man. It's a goat carcass, okay? And you are literally playing, like, polo with these pickup <laughs> sticks and a dead goat carcass. And it's the national sport. It's the national <laughs> sport of Afghanistan. I'm all for cultural acceptance. Do they have I, to like age the, the goat skin. to a certain amount? I don't know. I don't know Does how the old. Does goat have to weigh? I don't think between... it's a kid. I think it's a goat. We got to see if there's any video of, of this. Yeah, I assume like something like uh, PETA, probably not a fan of Buzkashi. <laughs> I'm guessing animal rights activists are not going to be welcoming Buzkashi into the American sports markets anytime soon. Do goats enjoy the game, I wonder? Like other goats cheering <laughs> yeah, for their like, dead watching? goat? Yeah, I don't know. Do you think they're like, the goat died of natural causes? We only select goats that die of natural causes to play with? Oh, boy. What a world. That was a sports question or a geography history question? <laughs> it's good <laughs> it's been a either bit of both. That was my bridge, as they say. All right. In both World War One and World War Two, what neutral country did Germany move through to invade France? Sweden. In- so, Switzerland. Sorry, right? Yeah. See, that's what, when you think neutral, it's the you first thing you think. You think, you think, you think of, but it's not right. Okay. Um, In both World War One and World War Two, what neutral country did Germany move through to invade France? Germany share border with Alsace-Lorraine, like with France. Well, they sh- so they moved through it. Well, I guess they didn't. I guess they didn't. They circumvented it. So yep, they went through this country. Luxembourg. No, Belgium. Belgium. Those crooked Belgians. <laughs> Letting the Germans walk right through. Yeah, we don't like the French. Are you really neutral if you're letting the Germans Just walk right through? Right through? Hey, listen, you don't mess with us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want to go attack them? Uh, you're not going to kill us? We'll open the Have gates. Have at it. We'll open the gates. Um, all right, well, that's a shame. A little piece of uh, history that's not particularly fun. Oh, I've got something fun next for you. That's... Okay, good. This is a good one then. True or false, Nick? Abe Lincoln himself named the town Lincoln, Illinois. True. It is true. <laughs> What do they call that when you name yourself King Gillette? Right. <laughs> what is Rome called? Glossing yourself. He not only named it, he like picked out like the seal for the town and stuff. Like he, this will be my town. This will be my settlement. The state capital of Nebraska. Lincoln, Nebraska. Yeah, that's a good point. Huskas, bug eaters. Bug eaters. Bug eaters. All right, what do you got? All right, something fun. I promise something fun. Let's try this one. Since 1930, what car maker has provided the Vatican with Pope mobiles? 
Are you familiar with the Pope Mobile? I am. I, the head of Fisher Security worked for five years as the head of the Pope <laughs> we Security. We were just talking about the Pope Security. With the Pope Mobile. So since 1930, this automaker has provided the Vatican with Pope Mobiles. It's going to end in 2022. And that's why this it's is. up for contract? Well, uh, have you ever heard of Fisker? No, I haven't. It's an electric car maker. Right. right. The Pope is switching to Fisker. In 2022. I'm Tesla wasn't able to get the Pope contract. I'm sure that's a big uh, press deal with the Pope deals. All right. I'm going to go with. Um, let's see. Pope is in Italy. So let's think Italy. Let's think Italian cars. Is Pope like fancy like that? Has it got like a Lamborghini? Or it doesn't a have the right feel of a. Like you're, when you're seeing Italian cars. Yeah. They're sports cars, yeah. and they don't have the... German sounds right. The Germans. <laughs> like BMW or, or Mercedes? Mercedes seems like a good Pope brand. Mercedes? Yeah, I'm going to go with that's your That's your Pope mobile. Yeah? The Mercedes-Benz right, yeah, since yeah. 1930. Yep, that sounds about right to me. Until next year when Sorry. Fisker takes Fisker. over. Fisker. That sounds like an <laughs> offensive act. What did he do? It is actually an offensive I'm pretty sure it is an offensive act. Um, all right, so let's give you this one and see if you know it. What is the name of the Salt Lake bordered by Jordan to the east and Israel to the west? Uh, one more time. What is the name of the Salt Lake bordered by Jordan to the east and Israel to the west? The Dead Sea? Yes. Nicely done. That's where the Dead Sea Scrolls come from. Those ancient documents found in the Nine Caves. So yeah, fascinating stuff, those Dead Sea Scrolls. Mysticism and such. Yeah, I'm surprised there's not a movie about them or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it turns out it wasn't that interesting. I, just I guess not. That actually is. There's plenty of stuff in there. Well, there's plenty of stuff that was left out of the Bible, right? That was what yes. it that's well, there was like it, it, a lot of it was like a, a religious sect that broke away uh, and lived out there, basically in the, the book caves of Enoch. Yeah, was stuff that like part that. Of right? it? Yeah, exactly. Book of Enoch, Nucky. Uh, all right, entertainment. Let's entertain him. Oh Lord, that's pressure, Nick. All right, um, I alluded to this one earlier. So I guess I could ask it now. Did I put it in this week's or the one for? Uh, for a future week. Um, I guess I can uh, could probably pull it up for this one. All right, I'll, I'll ask that one last, but I'll start with this one first. In the 1980s, Nick, Betty Davis, you've heard of her, right? Yeah, Betty Davis Eyes. Yeah, yeah, sent a letter to what singer thanking her for making me part of modern times. Corey Hart? Oh, no, he's saying uh, sunglasses, sunglasses at, at night. night. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I could just simply ask. Right, hold on, hold on. Let me think about this for a second before okay. I give you the answer, because I, I didn't think about it at all. Let me see if I could think. Who sings Betty Davis' Eyes? Correct. Is it Kim Carnes? It is Kim Carnes. All right. That is nice. I did have done. that in there somewhere. You had that in your head. <laughs> that's impressive. Because, you see, that's how trivia is written, folks. I could ask, who sung... Betty Davis eyes. Not an interesting question. But did you know that Kim Carnes got a letter where she, Betty Davis was overwhelmed because people had forgotten her. 
when that was written, she said her own grandkids didn't even know she was famous. Wow. That's and pretty cool. when they heard that song, they were, like, overwhelmed. Like, you know, people just didn't watch it. That's movies. amazing. So she's more famous from that 80s song than she is from a career in Hollywood. It's it, pretty crazy. It totally made it's her relevant again, made people go look her up and say, okay, well, who was Betty Davis? And what did she do? So, you know, there's a lot of a lot of those old school actresses from back in the day. Nobody. Travolta needs to write a letter to Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Thanking him for bringing him back. That's right. There you go. You made me relevant again, man. Now I was doing Look Who's Talking for with Kirstie Alley before he gave me that role. <laughs> Look Who's Talking was a pretty good movie. The original. Right, but by the time it got to three, I think. The, the really? original is all right. You thought that was overkill with the, <laughs> yeah, do- with the talking dogs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, the variety. I thought they... I thought they uh, the thoughts inside the parrot's head. I everything they could. I think at some point in time, if I'm not mistaken, Gilbert Gottfried got into the mix. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so at, that, <laughs> at that point in time, when you it's hear baby, that voice... It's a baby with Gilbert's voice. <laughs> or it's a dog <laughs> yeah, or some yeah, shit like yeah, that. Yeah. It's like, if you hear that, it's not good. That's not what you're looking for. All right, what do you got for me, Nick? Ten points each. If you can name for me the two wealthiest female entertainers. Rihanna? Oh, wow. That's the hard one. You got number two on the list. That's the hard one? Singer and fashion mogul Rihanna worth $1.7 billion. Well, yeah, because the person that's above her is just the obvious. When you think of wealthy women in the entertainment business, this is the first person that people always compare. It's like you got this this lady money. Oprah money. Oprah money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's okay. a good definition. I was just thinking like as like Kim Kardashian beat her or no. something like that. Yeah, no, yeah, Oprah you know. still Because like, didn't the... Kylie Jenner become a billionaire? So I'm figuring Kim's. She did, but Rihanna's got 1.7. And I think Kylie, it's not Kylie, it's the Kendall. other. It's Kendall, I think. I wait, wait, no, no, I'm sorry. You're right. It is Kylie. Who's the model? It's not her. It's the other one. Both of them. They're nah, both. the one is not a model. Know, Kylie, Kendall. Kendall, Kylie. I think Kendall's the model. Kylie's the billionaire. But I don't know that she's got a billion anymore. I think that the price of that cosmetic company may have come down a little bit. But I'm Rihanna? sure she's still fine. How about Rihanna? 1.7 billion. I don't think she's struggling to pay for lunch. Has Rihanna had a song in 10 years? It's got to be the fashion mogul, right? Yeah, she does everything, man. She's just... Yeah, Where are her clothes available at? Like, I if I wanted to I buy don't. Rihanna clothes. Is it like a Target <laughs> situation? Or is it... Which is so ironic. It's like, be high-end and glamorous like me. Shop at Target. Well, that's... But that's how these people make all their money, right? Being in, like, Sears. It's not... You don't, you don't do it by being no, in, they, like, they a They attach fashion. their name to a brand, and people buy that cheap brand that could have been produced in wherever under some other name five seconds yeah, ago. Yeah, was it Jessica Simpson? Was she Kmart or something? Yeah. She made a ton of dough. For a little while. Um, all right. Kathy got, Ireland had a collection, I believe, somewhere. I got, I got a... Uh, I found the one that I was looking for, and this is a good follow-up, Nick. Um... I could ask this a lot of different ways, but I think you're good enough to get it just the, the simple way. What restaurant featured in Seinfeld is also a song by Suzanne Vega? All right. Well, I know the Suzanne Vega song, but I was thinking, uh, I thought that diner was called Monk's Diner, but it's not. 
It's not Tom's life, Diner? It's Tom's Diner. So here's the thing. Monk's Diner is the name they give it, right, in the show. Okay, but, but it's, it's really, Tom, called, it's really Tom. called Tom's Diner. It's the same place. Oh, that she sang the song it's about? It's the same place. Yeah. Really? Isn't that crazy? So, so that inspired the song that long inspired before the song the, long before the TV show. She the, she the was TV there writing. That's it's in Col- right by Columbia University. Where where is it? Right by Columbia University. It's on like one o. 10- is that Harlem? Yeah, it's right before Harlem. It's like right right, but it's not. It's a nice area. It's all. It's, it's on all, the good side. There's no bad side anymore, man. No. <laughs> no. Everything's all, way too expensive. It's all good. So, all right, I think that it's uh, pretty much a wrap for we'll wrap for it up episode. Uh, we 218 of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. All right, for Nick, my name is Drew. We will see you next week, folks. Have a great time. This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information. 